She's the push she brought from the Bronx, New York. Follow her voice, a straight dog is nice. She's the push she brought from the Bronx, oh yeah. Don't be surprised if you want to listen twice. Make decisions, find the right choice. Know yourself better, find your own voice. It's okay if you need help today, cause everybody needs a little push. From the push she brought from the Bronx, New York. Welcome, Transformation Talk Network listeners. My name is Ellen Stewart, and I am the pushy broad from the Bronx. And I love my theme song, so I hope you're singing along this morning. I usually do this show, Recovery Recharged, with my illustrious co-host, Dr. Pat. But today, it's just me and my very popular guest. So we're going to talk to you today about something that's going to give you a boost after you have this show, and it is just going to make you feel good. I am so delighted to welcome a person that has been on this show quite a few times. In fact, he and I know each other personally because I read his first book, which is the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read. I read his second book, Three Words to I use to sell 100,000 books. And now I have read his third book, which is very simply just feel good. So how can you go wrong? He's been on my show recovery recharge for three times. He's also been on my show women who push for more once. He's just an all around great guy and a very dear friend and is going to make you feel very good this morning. So Recovery Recharge listeners, Transformation Talk Network listeners, welcome Andrew Cap. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? Good morning. Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me yet again and for that awesome intro. We'll, we'll see what I can do about living up to it and hopefully giving the audience something good this morning. You never disappoint. Okay, so so one of the things I wanted to talk about right away is here it is. It's a beautiful little book. It's it's what is it? Ninety five pages. Andrew, how, how, um, 80, how big is it? Eighty nine, actually. I know ah, Amazon 80. has it. Amazon's <laughs> weird because they'll have something coded in a different way for the Kindle version. But <laughs> if you flip through the uh, the hard copy, it'll be eighty nine pages in total. Which for wow. me, I wanted it under a hundred, and I guess I overshot. I always overshoot in some way, shape, or form. So this time I. I overshot by undershooting. <laughs> was was the hundred number a no no? I mean, it had to be you know double digits as opposed to uh, triple digits. It was really about um, a specific goal of having this book be more concise and more to the point. And and we might talk about this a little bit later. But my my vision for this book specifically is I wanted it to be very giftable, and you know. If you have someone that they read books all the time and you give them a three or 400 page book as a gift, they're going to be really excited. But if you have someone that they're not readers, they just don't enjoy that specifically. And you give them a, a gift like that, you're actually giving them a burden because they don't want to sit through something. I, I thought, what if I can give something that can be read in an afternoon and really be just something, something nice? And it was interesting because I did an interview a couple of weeks ago where she held up a greeting card that costs like eight or nine dollars. And she said, you know, I can just as easily buy this book, which is very affordable and write my happy birthday message in the front cover or write my happy anniversary or write happy graduation. And that is a more affordable 
like card that they don't leave on their nightstand and throw out two days later. So that's the kind of like I want this to be the perfect stocking stuffer, the perfect graduation gift, the perfect anniversary gift, the perfect, hey, we're friends and I just care about you. And I thought you might enjoy this type of gift. And because it's only 89 pages, you can almost guarantee that they're going to read it. And even if they're going to skim it, they're going to go through to the end. And that gives everybody a sense of accomplishment and makes you want to hold on to it. Right. But I know there was another motivation and not only the length of the book, but it's directly tied to your motivation based on the first book, the last law of attraction book itself. Talk Mm -hmm. about the motivation to do this book. Um, based on the book that you wrote in the beginning. <laughs> well, one more piece, and, and we're kind of going back on the thread of recommendations, is I was so excited and grateful that I get so much feedback from people that they loved. You know, And this Last Love Attraction book, You'll Ever Need to Read, is about 200 pages. They loved it so much that they gifted it. You know, They would give it to people. So it's not like that's a non-giftable book. But I also encountered situations where people loved the the book and yet they were embarrassed by the topic of law of attraction they were a little bit more hesitant to recommend something that's like hey law of attraction check this out so i thought what if i could explain the message and deliver value without ever using the law of like the term law of attraction or even the term manifestation in any of the explanations and what if i could do it in a concise compact straightforward you know, easy to implement user-friendly way. So the vision for this was, let me give this value to people that might otherwise have been resistant to the law of attraction and therefore not had the opportunity to learn about this and to benefit from it. Well, you certainly say things in a very eloquent, um, succinct manner. There is no way that 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 doesn't come across. So so would you say that that was the major motivation that inspired you to write this book, to be able to give something to somebody that maybe wasn't really into the whole law of attraction and manifestation thing? Maybe they found it too ethereal or too spiritual? Yeah. Oh, and it's it's like... Maybe too ethereal, maybe too spiritual, or maybe some other reason. Because, you know, I think a lot of us that were around back in 2006 when The Secret came out and it was this huge fad and it blew up. And and when you have something that blows up and hits the public mainstream in that way, it ends up being almost seen as like this trivial, like passing type of of thing. And, and people then, they hear about love attraction even four years later, they're like, oh, that's old hat. I'm not into that. Maybe I saw the secret. Maybe I tried it. It was too materialistic. Whatever they're whatever they're saying. So it, it was really this understanding, like, wow, I've sold over a hundred thousand copies of the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read. Obviously, there are people that are into it, but by that same token, there is such a mass amount of people that would be resistant. That it's like you don't, and I've said this a million times. You don't need to believe in the law of attraction in order to benefit the the you know what I teach through it because it's all about feeling good while thinking about what you have or what you want or both. And it doesn't matter whether you believe in the universe or God or your subconscious mind or anything else, just feeling good, even for a few minutes a day, is a win in and of itself. So if there's someone that can't get that message because they just don't want to hear about the law of attraction, fine, I'll write another book, hopefully you know, good in its own way, and I will give you this accessible way. And because I know a lot of people don't want to read books, but they listen, I'll record the audiobook as well. So it's really about, you know, how many ways can can I use what I know and how I can articulate things in such a way that it'll serve more people and and hopefully give them a little boost in their life. 
So no matter what, you are relentless about letting people know how to just feel good. And that's fantastic. And it always seems to come in a great time. And I hadn't realized the LOA book came out in 2006. Uh, no, mine came out in 2019. So oh, the secret came out in 2006. Okay. So it's like, oh, yes. And I mm -hmm. learned about the law of attraction back in 2004. So there was a major gap of time before even giving myself permission to, to write any book, much less a book that I called the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read. So a bold statement like that, it, it took me a while to finally say, okay, let me, let me hopefully add something to this conversation that hasn't really been brought up before. Well, one of the things I love about all of your books, it seemed to be your promises or your messages that come after the title, okay? So the Just Feel Good book, I'm about to paraphrase this long uh, message that comes. First of all, it says, Just Feel Good, The Secret to the Life You've Always Wanted. Wow, that is a big deal, Andrew. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, obviously, again, another bold title. So- it's one thing to make a promise. It's another thing to keep it. And <clears throat> for me, um, you know, writing any of these books, it's very important to hold myself to high standard because if you don't live up to what you say, you're going to get killed in reviews. So it's like, okay, and if I'm going to write any book, hopefully I'm going to write something with, with legitimate value. And when I say that it's a secret to the life you've always wanted, I know that sounds very grandiose. It sounds very dramatic, very hype, hyperbolic. And it's more of like, I, I'm trying to go there with a specific purpose because, you know, just feel good. It seems and sounds so simple, but if only people realized where intentionally taking just a few minutes out of day to genuinely feel positive emotions, if people only realized the impact that would have on their life, they would have started it a long time ago and they never would have deviated from it. But, you know, us as humans, we, we tend to overcomplicate things, so we tell ourselves, well, there's no way it could be that simple. And technically, it's not that simple, and yet it is. Meaning, yes, there are very complicated mechanics to this. Yes, there are situations where people have to take action. Yes, there are any number of ways or or um, combinations of events that are going to transpire in order for things to happen. But it begins with just feeling good. It begins with that one core piece that in many ways automatically sets off so many different chains of events and so many opportunities and so many situations and really just so many good emotions where someone might otherwise have been stressed over their job, over their business, over their spouse, over the state of the world or something else. So it's all about saying, listen, you know, you're, you're alive. You might as well enjoy it. Are you going to feel bad or are you going to feel good? Me personally, I would like to opt for feeling good way more than feeling bad. I completely understand. And there are some basic concept, concepts in this book that uh, really touched me and we'll go into that as, as we go forth because there's some very definitive ways to do this that makes a, a great deal of difference in, in what you get out of it. But in addition to just feel good, the secret to the life you've always wanted, you go on to say, and I'm paraphrasing because it's a long list here. So what I'm about to share with you in this book changed my life. You're about to discover the missing key to your happiness, your fulfillment, and your success, a secret hiding in plain sight. And once you learn this and begin using it, your world will never be the same. You've waited long enough. It's time for you to finally just feel good. Okay. I'm reading those words in the very beginning of this book, and I am picking up that book. 
No question, I am picking up that book. So regarding the improvements people will have in their lives from practicing feeling good each day, is it just really as simple as just feeling good? It really is. And there, there will be more after. But again, it, it it all begins with that. And let me, I guess I'll explain with a legitimate situation. Let's take the example of a job promotion. Um, it's always better for me to to talk in, in concrete examples so people can wrap their minds around it. I, I know love that works that. for me. Keep so, doing that. Yeah. So like, let's say you have a, you know, you have a job promotion that you've wanted like all this time. When I say, if you just feel good, you're going to get the job. What I mean by that is if you just feel good while thinking about that job, you are literally setting off into motion a chain of events that will actually result in that way. And what I mean by that is whether you believe in the vibrational universe, putting things in front of you, or you believe in your subconscious mind, which is an amazingly powerful supercomputer that can literally orchestrate things without you even realizing and put you in front of people where your inflection is a different way. Your body language is a different way. You come up with wonderful ideas for, for improvements at work that no one else are co coming up with that you never would have thought of before. It's a thing where when you're just feeling good about that job, that's when rather than focusing on the negative and instead focusing on the positive, you see those opportunities for making a different impression. You were presented with opportunities for getting ahead. People that were ahead of you in line, they quit or they retire or they move on someplace else. Or you get a job offer at a completely different company that's way better at a way higher salary with a way easier commute, which is way more fulfilling. So even when you're thinking about that job promotion, you might have something even better waiting where you don't get the thing, but you get something better. This all begins by just feeling good because it's only in that space where you are psychologically and, in my belief, energetically open that things can kind of move around into place so that you can kind of slip in and actually experience that result that you want. And here's the thing, people. This is the most important thing that I got out of this book. And this is an adjunct to what Andrew is saying. One cannot think, I will feel good when I get that job right? Mm -hmm. One cannot think I will feel good. And you mentioned this, right? I'm almost paraphrasing you. One cannot think you will feel good when you win the lotto. One cannot think you will feel good when you buy the house, because the whole idea of this is to feel good first. Is that right, Andrew? That's the big deal here, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> the way I put it, it's like, we've been, we've been taught, I, I actually phrase it this way, we've been taught backwards our entire life. Because we've been taught that you have to get the thing in order to feel good. Whereas I have discovered that, no, you feel good and then you get the thing. It's like it's it really is a reverse thing. And and it's it's piece of that. It's like, why wait? Why wait for the fancy car to finally feel good? Why wait for the big house? Why wait for the romantic partner? Why wait for the perfect job? Why wait for whatever it is that you might want before you can feel good? Why why use that as a way of needing that to have permission first to experience positive emotions, where if you only realized you can feel good about what you have in your life right now, and it just unlocks all these things. And the really cool part is even if it didn't unlock those things, even though it does, even if it didn't, you're already automatically living a way better life in that moment just because you were finally having a better life experience, a better emotional experience. It's like that alone even if I'm lying or I'm deluded or I'm just wrong, there's there's no argument that you can make against saying, let me just feel good for five minutes and I've already won in some way, shape or form.
Exactly. And I want you to stay tuned with us. We have so much more. We're going to continue to do some things. And Andrew is going to give us some practical applications from his book as to how to just feel good, because I can already hear you out there. Okay. You're driving to work and you're saying to yourself, how can I possibly feel good? There's nothing to feel good about. And I, and there is just no way I can just manifest good feelings but there are ways. In fact, in Andrew's book, he's given you 10 ways specifically and a a plethora of other things to talk about. And he will share some of those ways with us. So I want you to remember to stay tuned for that. So let's just compare the Law of Attraction book for a moment with the Just Feel Good book. What if there was anything missing from the LOA book that you ended up putting into this one? Yeah, well, it's interesting because obviously, you know, you sell what well, last of attraction book you ever need to read sells 100,000 copies. <clears throat> so I'm like, okay, when I announce this new book, which I, I don't even like comparing, there are two totally different reading experiences, but obviously people are going to auto- automatically make a comparison. I'm understanding that, like, uh, especially the initial, a lot of the initial readers have already read the last of attraction book you ever need to read. So I need to give them something different, something new. So um, beyond the the difference in explanation, of course, and the new perspective on on how this works, just if that serves people in some way, shape, or form, what I want to do is I up the ante by well, first I I actually put in just feel good. It's almost like a guided meditation, yet not. Whether you're listening on the audiobook or you're reading, I have a chapter where this is like guided experience, where just in case everything else I told you doesn't make you feel good, even though I know it will. Here's a chapter where by the time you're done reading it, I've actually paced you through an emotional process and an emotional experience where you feel better in the moment, where your <clears throat> your stress is lowered, your gratitude is increased. Um, the other piece that I put in was <clears throat> I put in my own personal, what I call, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm so excited, I'm clearing my throat. It's uh, my five, <laughs> well, my daily five-minute so feel-good ritual. And mm-hmm. it's basically the thing that I do every single day without fail to feel good. Because I believe, you know, if you're going to write a book and you're going to have techniques or methods or whatever you want to call it, you should be willing to take your own medicine. And if not, then then what do you stand behind? So I've done and continue to do all the methods in both books. But the one thing that I do without fail I articulate it in this book and I give all the reasons why so that people have a, a deeper view into my mindset as I approach this. What also I found very impressive is because I read the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read. And it's kind of on my desk, like the Bible. I know your rituals. And I also know that you have been doing them for quite some time and that it's part of the fun. And I can also tell you out there that one of the things that is the major thread in this book, as it has been in others, is the fact that whatever you're going to do out there, it should be done with a sense of it being easy and not difficult to do. And that makes it really something that you can embrace. And most importantly, do it more often and more frequently. I, everybody knows that I'm a recovery coach, the pushy broad from the Bronx. No, everybody knows that every single one of my coaching clients, whether they are recovery clients or whether they are uh, life coaching clients, it's required reading for them that they read the last law of attraction book they'll ever need to read. I bought a bunch of just feel goods for my family, okay, for the holidays, for Easter and for Passover and gave them out, like Andrew would say, like stocking stuffer. It was, it was 
much easier than coming up with other other ideas. And I know they will cherish it. And it certainly has come along in the right time, especially with what everybody's going through now and people are coming out there a little bit. They're starting to go back into the world in, in, in a major way. And this book really solidifies certain things. But sometimes it's difficult for certain people. So can you give us an idea, Andrew, about one of the some of the possible roadblocks somebody could have to just feeling good? Mm. Well, there's a couple of, you know, there's a couple of traps in here and a couple of roadblocks. Again, we we tend to overcomplicate things in ways that we shouldn't. So, for example, <clears throat> here you are listening. And maybe you're like, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a chance. You know, what do I have to lose? Right. But then you start thinking to yourself, well, what if I'm not doing it right? What if I'm not doing it the way I'm supposed to, as if there is a right way to do this, as if there's a correct way, as if it requires perfection. So I think it's a thing where someone might do one of the methods for my book or anywhere else, you know, they, they find a method for feeling good and maybe the first day they feel amazing. And maybe the next day they feel just okay. And then they doubt, like, wait a second, I don't feel euphoric like I did yesterday. What am I doing wrong? And it's like there's this expectation that you have to feel unbelievably ecstatic in every single time, which is really just a it's it's an illusion like that's not required. But because we believe that it has to be amazing every single time, we tell ourselves that if it's not, then we're not doing it right. And then we quit. And. The thing you had to understand, as long as you feel any level of positive emotion, you are doing it right. Because technically, the real spectrum we're talking about here is you could either feel good or you could feel bad. You can't do both at the same time. Meaning, as long as you're not feeling bad, since positive thoughts and emotions have been shown to be found to be either hundreds or even thousands of times as powerful, as long as you're not feeling bad, that means you feel at least okay. And okay means you are on the spectrum of good. So the the roadblock of like, you have to feel perfect or amazing every time. Once you get past that, once you realize you don't have to feel amazing, ironically enough, you open yourself up to feeling amazing more often because all of a sudden you're not trying to grit your teeth and like pull it into you or force it. You're allowing it to happen. And when it doesn't happen, you're not judging yourself. You're staying on track. Um, Another roadblock is because it sounds so simple. People find ways of making this feel Uh, plain, boring, unnecessary. I'll do tomorrow. Like, what's the big deal? So a roadblock is where people don't give themselves the permission or the opportunity to do this every day. And again, like if you want to do this for five hours, be my guest. Personally, I don't concentrate that much for that. I, I do five minutes. Five minutes to me is more than enough. And if you can't devote five minutes a day to just feeling good, To me, that says you have not found a way of feeling good, a method, a technique, whatever you want to call it. You've not found something that has been so enjoyable to you that you actually look forward to doing it. So that's another trick. And once you get past that roadblock of, oh, this is no big deal, and you actually engage and say, I'm going to enjoy this, you're past that roadblock as well. And again, once you're at that point of feeling good for a few minutes a day, like, you know, without fail, without deviation, to me, you've won because that's how, for me, I've always enjoyed a lot more of what's in front of me. One of the most important things that I have gotten from our conversations and from your book specifically is the fact that in order to do this, you start from the beginning and people have high hopes in the beginning, especially in springtime of year, we're going to go on a diet, we're going to go to exercise, we're going to do all of these things. 
But the best thing about your book is if you try a few little suggestions for a couple of minutes a day, you begin to change your brain. It is actually reprogramming the brain to think more positively than negatively. And because of that, more positive things happen. And, and on top of which, you begin to notice it more. And by noticing it more, you begin to appreciate it more. You don't just pass over it and turn around and say, well, you know, um, I guess I had, you know, I guess I had a really good, you know, I, I don't know whether or not I had a really good day, but but the boss complimented me at work or I found a dollar on the street or I petted a nice dog today that 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 uh, that liked me back. All of those little what we would call insignificant things before actually come into our lives and trigger more feeling good and happiness and smiles. So the more you do it, the more you notice. And the more you notice, the more you want to do it again, right? Mm -hmm. So the more so, you feel good, the more you feel good. That's right. The more you feel good, the more you feel good. So this is a perfect place to break because we have so much more when, when we come back, including very positive examples of how Andrew feels good and some of the things that you can do today on the drive into work or the drive home from work, you can start right away. Okay, so stay with us. This is the Pushy Broad from the Bronx. Go to pushybroadfromthebronx.com if you want any information at all. Andrew, tell us where to find your book, please. Yeah, well, you could very easily go to justfeelgoodbook.com, which will auto forward to the U.S. listing on Amazon. Um, if you're listening someplace else out of the U.S., you could just go to your regional Amazon or Audible and look for Just Feel Good and you'll find it there or uh, awesomemarvelous.com. That links to all my books. I love that. Awesomemarvelous.com. Okay, TTN listeners, see you on the other side. From the pushy broad from the Bronx, New You can't just fix yourself on the outside and expect the inside to follow. Whether you're 5 or 85, healthy living can begin whenever you decide you want a better life. Tune into Keeping Up with Barbara Scheidegger every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com to learn about implementing a daily routine and finding a balance to improve your life. Learn to live agelessly. Go to BarbaraScheidegger.com. That's Barbara, S-C-H-E-I-D-E-G-G-E-R.com. Are you looking for a way to break old habits that are holding you back from reaching your true potential and living the life you deserve? Well, look no further than Dr. Loretta Billups. She is a clinician and a relationship and mental health coach that will assist you with reaching your purpose. She will hold you accountable so that your desires are now a reality. Connect with Dr. B at cultivatingyourlife.com and find your path today. That's cultivatingyourlife.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am the creator of the Transformation Network, doing what we do in the world of positive radio, informed, educated, positive media. Independent radio hosts and independent networks have been the face of positive messaging over the past decade. So all of us here have decided we're going to put together an independent network that is going to enable people to bring their positive message of hope, inspiration, and conscious action to the forefront. 
help us create a future of amazing, uplifting stories that can be told so we can tell our children and they can tell their children of what Hope and Conscious Action is all about. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on on TransformationTalkRadio.com. It is time to get inspired to take action in your life. Tune in to Emotional Elevation with me, Susan Denae. We are identifying, understanding, and treating our crazy one episode at a time. We all have crazy in our lives. The thing that sets us apart is how we deal with it. And I've got you covered. Enjoy your journey. You are worth it. Visit SusanDenae.com. That's D-E-N-E-E dot com. What if you could enter a sacred vortex of love and beauty infused with the power of the earth and ascended masters? Join myself, Dr. Georgia Herrera and Dr. Sharon Martin in the the Sacred Sacred Magic Magic Show. Bring in the mystical and sacred for healing, airing every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You too can have your health and life challenges melt away. Join now and feel your heart open up to the answers to your most important questions. From the push it from the Bronx, New Welcome back, Transformation Talk Network listeners. I am Ellen Stewart. I am the Pushy Broad from the Bronx, and this is my show, Recovery Recharged. We have a special show for you today. I have Andrew Cap, author of Just Feel Good, The Secret to the Life You've Always Wanted. And trust me, listeners, this actually works. I have been with Andrew from his first book, The Last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read. I got so much out of it. I can tell you it's literally transformed my life. I am not kidding. The Pushy Broad tells it straight like it is. You know that about me. We've been doing this for four years now. And Just Feel Good, The Secret to the Life You've Always Wanted really does it well in only 89 pages. So do yourself a favor, go to Amazon, Just Feel Good, Andrew Cap, K-A-P. Now, Andrew is about to give you some really good things to do on the way to work or when you're just feeling down or when you want to recharge in the morning or when you want to go to sleep at night. So let's talk about... What you mean, Andrew, by feel-good go-tos in the book? What do you mean right. by this, and what does it mean to you personally? Well, again, you know, re- recounting that you don't get what you want in order to feel good. You feel good in order to get what you want. Feel-good go-tos to me are just this simple, automatic way of what's something that I have in my back pocket that I can use to feel positive emotion without any delay, without any muss or any fuss. What do you mean? Tell me more. So <clears throat> when let's say you have um you have something happen that's bad at work and you're like, okay, I'm feeling bad emotions right now. I want to do something about this. Well, one thing in my book, which it's actually in, in both of the books, is the gratitude blitz, where you basically set a timer and you just say, listen, I'm for as long as this timer goes, whether it's one minute, three minutes, five minutes, whatever I choose, I'm going to just f- think of things in my life that I'm grateful for. It could be as simple as your health. It could be your body. It could be the paycheck, even if that job is stressful. It could be whatever is in the room. It could be the device that you're using. It really doesn't matter. As long as it's something that you can be happy and grateful for, that's all that matters. And again, I know it sounds simple, 
But that's the point. The point is that it is simple. And what is your your favorite feel good go to? Because I'm going to tell you mine. So what's yours? So I have two. It's it's the gratitude blitz that I just brought up, and my other one is good news gratitude. Where and ah. and there's a really important reason for that. It's because it's where you say I am grateful for the good news, regardless of whether I've even experienced it or not. I mean, if it comes and then I'll be grateful for fine. But but every day I even in the beginning. I intentionally am thankful for whatever good news is on the way because inevitably more probably 99 times out of 100 it shows up and that 100th time it actually happened I just don't figure it out till a couple of days later. So for me it's about good news gratitude because it's great practice and in anticipation of good things happening to just feel good. One of the best ways you describe in this book of just feeling good is simply to smile. Mm. And I know people find this so cliche, they really do, but it really is true. I mean, smiling and getting your body in a positive state of mind helps your mind be in a positive state of mind. So every time you say something, try to do that with a smile as opposed to a frown. You don't have to go around every single day grinning from ear to ear. But looking more towards smiling rather than frowning really does uplift your brain. And I'm really glad, Andrew, that you devoted some time to that in the book. Thank you. And and real quick, the physiological reason is your body identifies smiling with positive emotions. Therefore, when you physically smile, even if you don't mean it, in quote, quote, unquote, you're giving your body a physical cue to release chemicals in your brain that feel better because you've associated the positive emotion with that physical action for so long. Wow. All right. Well, based on a couple of things, let's give someone just another concrete example of a feel-good go-to that they could do every single morning, describe it a little bit more in depth, and then I want to talk to you about the miracle mantra. Mm. So another one is... Well, it's interesting. I I call this a scenario to smile to. And this is simply where you can, whether you're visualizing it or you're writing it down and describing it, what, whatever way that you're putting the details down, it's thinking about a moment or a scene that maybe has happened or will happen that just feels good. You could be recalling a wonderful moment in your life and describing the details of it. Or you could be thinking about Again, that promotion or meeting that person or getting married or or whatever it might be and what that's going to be like and making the details in your mind, either visualizing them or writing them down or whatever it might be. I call it a scenario to smile to because whether you're you're writing about it or you're visualizing it, you genuinely can't help but smile because whatever this scene is, whatever this event is, whatever this moment is, moment is it just feels good. And it doesn't necessarily have to be something that has actually happened, correct? You can visualize imagining this wonderful scenario, correct? Exactly. It's like going to your happy place, yeah? Exactly. Whatever you feel, whatever feels good, whether it's a memory or it's a desire, as long as it feels good and you can picture it, you're in a good place. And then there's your ultimate, okay? What you call the miracle mantra. Give us an example of that and why you think that's so powerful. Yeah. And, and for a quick explanation, everyone knows what an affirmation is. They, they affirm something when they want to improve a specific part of their life. They have an affirmation around money, an affirmation around relationships or health or whatever it might be. The miracle mantra is my way of saying, why don't we hit on all cylinders? Why don't we choose a bunch of words in a reasonably concise statement 
that you're not just limiting yourself to one area of your life. So the miracle mantra in the book is I am happy, grateful, safe, complete, radiant, loving, powerful, and full of harmony. And you, you can use that, that one. <laughs> you can modify it. You can choose more words. You can choose fewer words. But it's about picking words that really resonate with you that you want to reach for. And again, rather than limiting yourself to one part of your life, saying, my entire life is a miracle. Therefore, every area is a miracle. Therefore, I'm going to affirm more than one thing in one fell swoop, in one clear, enjoyable, loving statement to myself. Andrew, repeat that miracle mantra again, please. Sure. I am happy, grateful, safe, complete, radiant, loving, powerful, and full of harmony. I love that. I can add maybe a million more things, but you've covered the bases for sure. There's no question. Fantastic. So I know that you 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 really like this book and it really answered a lot of questions for you and it also was a challenge for you in a few ways right you mentioned before to to say something about how to feel good and retrain your brain without even mentioning the words law of attraction. So that was something to concise it down to 89 pages to give people more practical things to do that aren't that are not included even in the law of attraction book. And to explain to people some of the basic things, meaning you have to feel good first in order to to attract feel good things to you. And you can manifest feeling good with the things that Andrew is telling you in this book. Very easy, very simple, and absolutely take no time to do. So congratulations on this accomplishment, Andrew. Now I want to ask you something about your writing. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you wish you could have done differently with this book? Writing-wise, no. I mean, well, (laughs) I wish it could have been easier. Like for me, this these ideas in my mind have like have been repeated so often the one challenge i had was finding the like if i said it in 10 different ways what of those 10 ways was going to be the ideal piece for putting in here so so the biggest challenge was take and it always is this way was taking what's already in my head and articulating it in the smoothest most user friendly easy to implement way possible so I, i wish i could wave a magic wand and make it easier I don't see how that's possible. (laughs) I really don't. Guys and gals, if you don't get this book, I don't know what to tell you. It is the easiest thing in the world and it is so uplifting. And what I do is I go all out because I like to have it on Kindle. I like to have the hardcover. And I also like to have Andrew in my ear. So I have him on Audible too, because he has a great way of being uplifting and motivating. Tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel, Andrew, and the kinds of stuff you do there so we can see you that way too. Yeah, well, the YouTube channel obviously was was brought about as a support channel and support content for the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read. So it's definitely in the vein of law of attraction specifically, where whether you want to call it a feel good go-to or you want to call it a manifesting method, I like to use that channel to, to teach new methods, new techniques for feeling good. I like to use that channel when someone emails me a question that I think a lot of people want to know the answer to. I like to use that as an opportunity, like, let me make a video about it. And that way, next time somebody writes in, I can just give them the video. So the whole point is about a, a supplemental 
extra level of of helpful, ideally helpful content around the area, whether it's law of attraction or feeling good or or wherever you might want to fit into that sphere. Would you like to share with us some of the things that you do specifically on a regular basis? Yeah, well, for me, the the main again, I do all these anything I teach, but the the main one that I like to do is I love pulling out my phone and I'll open the recorder app and I'll just leave a message for a couple minutes talking about all the things that I am grateful for. And keep in mind, I always say everything in the present tense. And while a lot of it, it's stuff that's already occurred. Some of it is stuff that hasn't technically occurred. And yet I'm describing it in real time and putting myself in that place. And I take that recorded message and I text it to a friend across the country who does the same thing for me. So we continually inspire one another with our own messages where sometimes we don't even know if it actually happened yet or not, but it's just, it's so much fun. It's, it's feeling good when I'm recording the message. It's feeling good when I'm sending the message. It's feeling good when I'm receiving my friend's message and listening to his stuff. So I'm hitting all these different cylinders, one of opportunities to feel positive emotion, opportunities to lay the foundation and groundwork for more to come and opportunities for just feeling good in more than one way. You know, I completely understand what you have to say. Being um, an English teacher for such a long time and working in the school system for a long time and also being involved in drama and and all of those things, um, the spoken word is an extremely powerful thing. So what you say about recording into a recorder and actually getting the words out of your mouth that is the most powerful thing for me as well. And something that I have done on a regular basis, and this is what has worked. So if you are a verbal person, if you want to talk, then talk out mm. loud. It always helps more than to just think of your gratitude. Speak out your gratitude because a couple of things happen. First of all, you get to say it out to the universe, right? Even if you're alone in your car this morning and you're sitting there in traffic, what's, whatever's happening, and maybe it's going to be a stressful day, or maybe it's just going to be a day where you're going to have to go through this traffic, or maybe it's going to be a great day that you're in anticipation of. One of the ways to center yourself and ground yourself is to talk to yourself about how things are are good going for you? What is the gratefulness here? I am grateful that I am healthy, happy, and strong. I am grateful for the fact that I am having a wonderful day and will continue to have a wonderful day. I am grateful for uh, the good night's sleep that I had. I'm grateful for the good night's sleep that I will have this evening. It doesn't really matter. I'm grateful for the fact that I have a great car and it smells good today. You don't have to worry about thinking things up, just let it flow and let it flow out there to the world, even if it's just you in that car or you in your room, because you get to hear it again. You get to hear what's important to you. And that's the most important thing. And now Andrew is saying he goes one step further and he actually shares that gratitude every single day. Right, Andrew? Mm -hmm. Without fail every day. With out fail, and this has been going on for years now with a friend across the country. How marvelous is that? It's, it's amazing. And it's so cool. And again, not that anyone requires an accountability partner in something like this. Like you said, they can do it on their own, but it's amazing for us to see in our own lives 
all the really cool things that have happened. Like he, we were doing this before I wrote the last law of attraction book you'll ever need to read. So he had a front row seat when I'm like, Oh, we've sold 40,000 copies. I've sold 50,000, 75,000, a hundred thousand. He's getting that front row ticket. I'm getting the front row ticket to the amazing improvements in his career, in his family life and all these different things. And again, not that you need a partner in this, but if you have one, it's just really, it's, it's icing on the cake and it really motivates you more to stay engaged with this kind of process every single day. And again, you're not doing this for a half hour. You're doing this for three or four or five minutes. Right. And sometimes maybe even less. Mm -hmm. You can go through gratitude lists several times during the day. If you're not feeling well and if you're feeling down or if you're feeling anxious, you can start talking to yourself. I am grateful for everything around me. I'm grateful for my breath. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful that I'm having a good hair day. Okay. Whatever it is, bring that gratitude or bring that happiness in your life or simply start smiling. Because we can change and reprogram the brain. And the reason I have this man on all the time is because not only has it helped to change my life in leaps and bounds, but all of my clients have absolutely told me how much of an impression these books have made on them. And I have worked with hundreds and hundreds of people over the years. So if you're skeptical, we're here for you. In fact, Andrew, what's one way to guarantee that what you teach in this book will help your readers? Well, it sounds ridiculous, but keep in mind, no one has to pay a dime to do this. The way to guarantee it is to just try it, even if just 60 seconds of your life for the next 30 days. You can't lose. Even if you think you can't win, that's fine. You can't lose. The way to guarantee this will work is by simply accepting or being open to the fact that it can be this simple and just sit back and watch what happens. And I want you to remember some of the important points. Andrew, let's talk a little bit about what comes first. It's like the chicken or the egg, right? What happens first? Yeah, well, we think we're supposed to get the stuff first and then we feel good. But again, no, you feel good first. You feel good without any requirement of what may or may not come. And then, ironically enough, all of those wonderful things and a few you haven't even thought of yet, then they come for you. Then you enjoy things. Then there you get you these go. experiences. And I also want you to talk about, and, and I know because everybody thinks the same thing. We start something, we stop something, just like you said before, some of the obstacles. One of the obstacles is we seem to put a time constraint on things, correct? If it doesn't come by next week, then this program is no good and it's not working and I'm just going to let it go. And, and, and if it doesn't, if I don't have what I want in 30 days, then obviously it isn't going to work. So let's talk about just feeling good and what happens in the universe with how long it should take. Yeah, well, there is no should, there's a could. It could take a day, it could take a month, and depending on the thing, it can take longer. And the the attitude that I've always had that has served me so well is <clears throat> I do this with an open-ended invitation for the universe to pleasantly, pleasantly surprise me with both the timing and the manner with which something comes. Sometimes something takes an extra month because the better thing is actually there for you. And you would not have been happy as much as you think with the thing that you actually thought you want. Sometimes there's one missing piece. 
sometimes you just haven't actually put it put in the the energy into it but i don't worry about when something's going to happen i just intend that good things are happening all the time and that some are big some are small for me it doesn't matter but it keeps me on this constant wavelength of it doesn't matter when or how because the when and the how always seem to work out when i'm not gritting my teeth and trying to force anything and that is so important understanding and being aware that the time limit only restrains you from doing what you need to do it put it puts limits on when things are supposed to happen and you can't put limits on when things are supposed to happen they're going to happen in their own time and you know that no matter what whether you have a spiritual feeling around it whether you have a religious feeling around it whether you have a logical scientific or engineering feeling about it whether you have a practical feeling about it an impractical feeling about it whether you have imagination or not Things happen in their own time. We all know this. So you have to be patient enough to let things unfold. You just have to know that they're coming. Right, Andrew? Yeah. And I'll I'll tell you, when I first started as an entrepreneur, I wanted to be a world-famous cartoonist. I really wanted it. And it really did not work out. And looking back, I'm really happy that it didn't because as much fun as I was having in the beginning to be, for me personally, no offense to any cartoonists out there, but for me to spend 20 years alone in a studio drawing all day without any interaction, I would have been miserable. I didn't know it then. Then I really wanted it. Then I thought that was the thing. Looking back, I'm glad that thing didn't come. So sometimes the thing that you want doesn't come because I I mean this, something better, way better is actually waiting for you. And it's actually getting to you as fast as it possibly can. But the timing is just not right yet. You're exactly right. And that's a really good thing to remember. It's getting to you as fast as it possibly can. (laughs) And it wants you as just as, as much as you want it, even if you don't even realize that you want it. I understand. And also, you have to understand that if you pick up a book like Just Feel Good, it's not only about wishing and hoping. This is not what this book is about, okay? I wish for something and eventually it's going to come. No, that's not what this is about, all right? Andrew, what is your message? Let's speak to that. What is this book about behind the scenes, like the conversation behind the conversation? What is it to you? Well, for me, it's how can we get out of our own way and literally do what the title says and just feel good? It really is me spending 89 pages doing what I can to clear clear away all the, the nonsense that we put in front of ourselves, the false roadblocks, the false illusions of reasons why we can't do this. It's just about feeling good because again, you don't get what you want and then feel good. You feel good. And then those things that you want come. It's just about to, it's, a, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as just feel good because I know from personal experience and the experiences of people that have reported back to me that that's the key to all these things that you want, which is why I call it the secret to the life that you've always wanted. And again, by just feeling good, you spend your days in a much better disposition than wishing, hoping, praying, and feeling anxious about something until it arrives. Yeah, there's no reason to wait. You don't have to wait to feel good. You don't have to wait to enjoy your life. You don't have to wait for the car, the job, the anything. You don't. That's that's the message. Thank you for bringing me there, Alan. You, You don't have to wait to feel good. 
That's the real message here. You can do it right now, not a second from now or a year or a minute or anything. Right now in this moment, as you're hearing my words, as you're in that commute, that might be taking longer than you want. Maybe the weather's not, it's too hot or too cold or whatever it might be. Whatever's going on, you don't have to wait. Even in spite of anything in your life that might not be desirable, just feel good right now. So we're going to wrap up in a few minutes and I am just so thrilled. So first, tell us again how to find the book, the name of the book and how to find it. Sure. Thank thank you for asking. The book is called Just Feel Good, which if you're in the U.S. and you go to justfeelgoodbook.com, that'll forward you to the Amazon listing. But wherever you are in the world, you can you can search for it on Amazon or Audible and it'll be there waiting for you. And um, of course, you can always go to awesomemarvelous.com, which links to all my books and my YouTube channel and everything. And you can also go to Push Abroad from the Bronx because I can certainly direct you how to buy the book from Andrew Cap K-A-P, on Amazon. It's wherever great books are sold. It is extremely affordable, either in hard copy or paperback. And if I were you, I would get the Audible as well because as you can see, the way Andrew talks, he uplifts you and makes you feel like you want to run right out there and do the right thing and just feel good, which is absolutely phenomenal. All right. So let's just recap for a few minutes. The most important things. Absolutely. Number one, Andrew, what's the number one thing? Well, number one thing, again, you don't get what you want to just feel good. You just feel good in order to get what you want. All right. And do me a favor, please, and repeat the miracle mantra for us. Yes. Miracle mantra is I am happy, grateful, safe, complete, radiant, loving, powerful, and full of harmony. And one quick way to do something today to get into a feel-good go-to. Give us one quick way. Get out in the sun. Get out and take a nice walk in nature. You, you don't even have to focus. Just get out there, enjoy the sunlight, and just be. And you talk about the power of the sunlight, and it's really, really true. And and unfortunately, I cannot get out there today because if you're watching me on Facebook or YouTube, you can see that, Andrew, what did you call this session? What did you call oh, this? Oh, this is uh, Ellen Goes Hollywood. <laughs> Ellen Goes Hollywood today because Ellen had cataract and LASIK correction surgery uh, a day and a half ago. And Ellen is very sensitive to light and light on the computer screen, screen which is why I am wearing my sunglasses for this interview. Um, or maybe imagining that the sun is on my face. Imagine and, is very powerful. And by yes. the way, you can put your back to a, an open window and have the sunlight shine on your body, even if it's not even going on your face, on your body, even that's powerful. There's always a way. There it is. There's always a way to smile. Thank you so much for being with us today. Dr. Pat will join me again at the end of this month. This is Ellen Stewart, the Pushy Broad from the Bronx, saying thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. This is Ellen Stewart, the Pushy Broad from the Bronx, saying thanks for listening. And remember, everybody needs a little push. From the Pushy Broad from 